You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, you can go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, you can always give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or join our private Facebook group. The link is in the description below. I love the private Facebook group because that's where I let you know what guests are going to be coming on the show. And that's where you send me questions for those guests, which you did for today's guest, which we'll get into very shortly. But I do have to shout out my new summer rosé is on sale now at nofilterwine.com. I'm so excited that we get to watch Erica Jane's marriage unfold on Beverly Hills and we get to watch Leah go batshit crazy on New York. Today I'm drinking. Um, I'm ready to mention it all. So definitely give my new summer rosé. I'm calling it my housewives watching wine. There's less than a gram of sugar. It's light, it's crisp, blush in color, lightly fizzy, it's organic, it's lower in sulfite, so we'll have all the fun tonight without the gnarly hangover tomorrow. I'm so grateful to my partners at Elix for helping me create this delicious rosé that I know you're going to love devouring all summer long on sale now at nofilterwine.com, so go and give it an order. Today's guest um, is in the hot seat on Shaws of Sunset, and today he's going to be in my hot seat. Please welcome Mr. Mike Showhead. What's up? How are you doing, Mike? Amazing. I like the bleach blonde hair. It looks good. It's natural. This I was born with this color. Oh, yeah, I can tell. It looks Thanks. good, though. <laughs> Pull it off. <laughs> how, is, how is the start of summer treating you? Amazing, man. We live in L.A. The weather's amazing. Um, just a different vibe. We're out of COVID and all the, you know, the, I know lockdown. it feels great tomorrow. Supposedly we can stop wearing masks. Um, so I'm excited about that because I know tomorrow's my birthday. So I'm like oh. excited to, I'm like, yes, I'm going to burn my mask, celebrate the start of the world opening again. I work at an Equinox and if you dare even put your mask down a little bit to breathe, they're on you like hot. Oh, yeah. like, I'm having a hard time choking. Yeah. You know? Especially working out. Yeah, no, I feel that. So, yeah, it's going to be a great summer, I think. That's good. Are you going to be fully stocked on CBD all summer to, like, keep the rest of the season of Shaw's as it's airing to keep you cool, calm, and collected? CBD and your your rosé. My rosé. I love it. I need to send you some. I will send you some. Absolutely. Um, I, I like the packaging. It looks really cool. Thank you. I designed these myself. I have all the cans back here. You know, I always have to. You, I mean, you know, you have product to pimp out. You know, you got to make sure it's always I'm, fully set. I'm down with it. I saw it. I thought it's a great idea. The can is really cool. I like that it's tiny like that. It's not huge. See, it's um, tiny though, but it's 12.8% alcohol. This is basically like three and a half white claws in one can. And I like that because I feel like the white claws is too big. Yeah. No, literally, I had my wine launch party yesterday and people were chugging them and they're like, whoa, I'm getting lit. I'm like, yeah, you're going to be Liddy City. Like, you need to, like, enjoy it. Sip it. Um, That's awesome. Good for you. Thank you. I mean, you know what it's like to launch a brand like the CBD line. How is it doing? Phenomenal. I'm beyond my wildest dreams. And because I've just put out a really good product. I uh, used the most premium ingredients we could find, all organic, all locally grown. And 
we sell it at a fraction of the price that other guys do. It's crazy. People sell CBD. They like want to jump in on the trend and then they market the price super high. But I mean, your products are like reasonably priced. Yeah, reasonably priced. They do the job. Um, you know, you said I'm in the hot seat. I'm throwing back gummies as I'm watching the show because like I'm mortified at, at how the show is playing out. I'm like, fuck, you know, I, I wish it would stop and yeah. it just doesn't. And, you know, uh, coming into the season, I realized that at first I wanted to lie, right? I, because I was just so upset with myself for allowing myself to fall trapped to some thirsty chicks on, on, on Instagram, my DMs. Um, and it started off as a friendly conversation. And then from there, she just started asking me questions and I shouldn't have answered them. And I got engaged. I was excited because we we're in the middle of, uh, in the middle of, of, of this pandemic and we're locked down. I was bored. I was spending a lot of time with Paulina. I was like, you know, I needed some excitement, which does not make it okay. But, um, are the felt- ladies sliding into your DMS often? I would imagine they see you on the show and they're like, I want to get a piece of that. Give me some mic. Bro, worse than ever now. Oh, now because they know you respond? Because they think I'll respond. Uh, so they're like, yo, let me shoot my shot. And I'm I, like erased. And I would imagine now they're like, oh, now that this has become a storyline on the show, let me slide in and see if I can insert myself into the storyline for future seasons to be part of the drama and get on the show. Either be inserted by me or by the story of, of me. Uh, I'm sure they would appreciate both, Mike. I'm sure they would appreciate both. I, you know, I, I think they would. <laughs> How are you and Paulina doing? Amazing. Amazing. Um, I fell. She helped me back up. We dusted off. And we're like, all right, let's never do that again. And I made a promise to her that that shit's never going to happen because I... Um, I realized the detriment that it caused during the time. And there's still some shrapnel around that, you know, is, is evidence of what once happened. And I never want that to happen again. Cause I don't want to give up what I have with Paulina and the kids. I love them. I don't want to hurt them. Um, and I've already done a horrible job with this, this, this lapse of judgment yeah. really caused a lot of issues in our home. And it's, it's something that will live on forever because it's on the internet and it's something I'm very shameful of. And that's why I tried to lie about it in the beginning. I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm going to dust this under the rug, but you can't dust an elephant under the rug. Right. right? Cause, and um, I just came to my senses. I was like, you know what? Enough. Stop lying. Take accountability. So you protect first and foremost, Paulina, because she looks really bad. You know, it's my show. Right if I could take the heat, but I didn't want to make her look bad. And I was doing that because I was, I wasn't holding her, uh, her word to the, to the right light. Yeah. It was was just a mistake and I feel bad about it. And that's why I came clean. And now it just won't end. It's just what everyone wants to talk about. What were the types of messages that you were getting? Were they just like flirty texts? Were girls sending you photos? Like what? All of the above? It was, this is all about one girl who I never met. It was just conversation. It all happened in a span of four hours of one day. 
Um, and I came to my senses. I was like, because we just started talking as friends first. Like, I'm going through a divorce and I saw your divorce and it really helped me. And I was like, oh, you know, we just started chatting. And it went from that to, well, why did you get divorced? I was like, because we're just in an unhappy place. We never were intimate. It was just bad. And she goes, oh, really? Me neither. And then it went from that to like dirty talk. And I came to my senses that day. I remember vividly. I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. So I told her, I was like, look, I'm sorry I led you on. We, we can't text anymore. And then she goes like this. She goes, oh, yeah, all good. Okay, all good. Sure, all good. And I was like, oh, shit. That's when I knew when she said all good, like 15 times, I was like, for sure, she's going to send these texts to Paulina. Yeah. It didn't happen all that day. We woke up next to each other and she goes, Mike, what's this? I'm like, blah, 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 blah. and I'm, I came clean to her. I was like, I'm sorry. You know, I fucked up. Does she check your messages now? Like, is that like, does she have the password to your phone and she can have full access? Password to my phone, iCloud, Instagram, um, TikTok. I don't really have any other. Um, How long media. have you guys been together now? We just celebrated three years together. Wow. Congrats. Yeah. Uh, is there an engagement ring coming out soon? I have to watch and see. A baby maybe coming out soon? I hope so. I really want more kids. Yeah? Yeah, I really do. I, 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 never, I never knew the feeling that a child can give you. Um, I can have the hardest day at work and I come home and they're like, Mikey, and they run to me and hug me and want to wrestle and play and just, I forget all of the stress I've had throughout the day in a matter of just one minute, just, I reset, I'm like, ah, my happy place. Yeah. So, um, and when they're at their dad's house every other weekend, I miss them. Yeah. Like, I think about them and I'm like, I, I, I wonder what they're doing. And I want to have that, that connection with, you know, a child that's really biologically my own um, so that a, I never have to share and just really understand the, the, the power of being a dad and not just being called dad once in a while by mistake by my stepkids, um, but really have that connection. That's awesome. I mean, I think I think you would be a great dad. I think you would definitely embrace your kids. And I would love to. I'm enjoying watching like MJ have her baby and Gigi with her baby that it would. It's nice to see you guys all kind of grow up now that we're what, eight seasons deep now? Nine, Nine seasons. Ten years on TV. That's crazy. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's wild. Such a blessing. Um, the fact that someone like you and I would cross paths and yeah. talk may never have happened if I wasn't on the show, right? Um, so it's, it's, it's amazing. Growing up, I would pretend I was Mexican. I'd be like, no, 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 I'm Mexican and, and Italian. And I would be anything to anyone I met yeah. other than Persian because all you heard about in Iran was blowing up things and, and terrorism and all this other nonsense. And then the show comes out and I'm having people come up to me and be like, man, I really love your culture. I love the language. I love your music. I love the food. I'm like, wow, what? You know, it was just mind blowing because the world needed it. Yeah. We, we lack, we lack um, culture in America. Was there any hesitancy when the show first began? Because I mean, now 
diversity is being embraced so much more. I mean, and I can relate, like I grew up Hispanic and even then there were still certain connotations that you're like, you know, let me be a little more white so that I don't, you know, come across too ethnic for people. Um, And I mean, this was 10 years ago. We didn't have Mexican dynasties and, and family karma and all these other shows on Bravo that are highlighting all these other, you know, different cultures was there a little bit of fear about what the reception might be? Absolutely. Whenever you're the, whenever you're the leader in, in, a, in a genre or, a, or, or, or in, a, in a movement, it's hard, right? Because you wonder how people are going to accept you. Um, I remember getting a call from, from the guys that were creating the show at Ryan Scripps Productions. And I was like, I want nothing to do with that, you know? Um, I want to keep my life private. Like, just give it a shot. We're going to test, you know, we're going to test it out. We're going to shoot a pilot, just be a part of it. And this conversation went on several times with me saying no, until I finally got a call from Ryan Seacrest. And he's like, look, man, look what we did for the Kardashians. We may be able to do the same thing for you guys. And you could be that handsome, sexy playboy on the show. And back then I was like, sure, I'm a single guy. You know, I just came back from Vegas. This is going to be great. You know, um, so and what was shot. the pitch when they came to you with the idea? What was what was it that they were trying to pitch to you? A show about a group of wealthy Iranian Americans who, you know, are rock stars and live in Los Angeles. And they're like, hey, your boy Rez is going to be on it. You remember him from high school? Remember MJ? We got Golnessa coming on. And there was a bunch of other people that were part of the first, um, first season. Mm-hmm. That slowly got clipped because they just they were boring and they didn't have they didn't have much going on in their lives and they were really trying to front like they did mm. and we're like yeah 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 we'll front too you know let's 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 boost the shit make it as big as possible and I remember after like a week of filming the producer came in he's like cameras down it's like listen if you guys are gonna bullshit like this this entire season this show's gonna tank. These cameras are truth serums. Yeah. Okay. Be honest because you're not going to be able to keep up with your stories. And then the producers left. We had a second. We huddled up. We're like, look, we got to give these people the real good, bad, ugly, you know, divorce, marriage, death, whatever it is, we're going to show it and be honest. Yeah. And we made a pact and we promised to hold each other accountable. And that's why we're here nine years later because the show really peels back the layers of our lives. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really crazy. We don't just all get together and drink mimosas and fucking pretend like everything is amazing. It's yeah. like, no, we talk about real shit. And that's why the show does so well. And that's why we've been around for as long as we have. And, um, you know, six Persian kids that went against the odds of what society thought would be cool. And we made it cool and it's, it's crazy. It's a blessing. And it's because we have amazing fans and an yeah. amazing network. We work with like Bravo that believed in us. Yeah. So I have some, some listener questions for you. Sure. Karen wants to know, she said, my direct question is why is he self-producing? Is he wanting Paulina to dump his butt? Self-producing what? I guess she thinks that your perception on the show, you're trying to control the narrative, similar to what you were saying that the producers accused you of doing in season one. If I was trying to control the narrative, 
Don't you think I would control it in a better light? I would come out and say, yes, I sent nasty text messages. Everyone, no. I'd be like, hell no, I didn't do it. Well, which is what you did at the beginning. Sure, because although I made the pact, I felt like it was no one's business. I felt really ashamed. I felt stupid. I felt like I degraded my relationship, Paulina, my, my, my kids, my parents. And I knew the world was going to see this. And I didn't want that backlash. Did you think you could get away with it? In the beginning, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. No one steals something and says, oh, I'm going to get caught. Like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to steal this and no one's going to ever see because I'm that good. Yeah. But I tried it. It lasted. You got to understand, we filmed for months and months and months and months. And they have to cut it down into, into yeah. these, these episodes. So what you guys are seeing is just the, you know, a fraction of what was going down. Because it just, they can't fit it all in. Right. So yeah, this, this lie went on for a week. Right. But what happened was when the lie came up, when, when the text messages were revealed to the group, I explained to everybody, guys, I fucked up. And because of that, Paulina now has access to my iCloud. She has access to my Instagram, my, my, my Facebook, blah, 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 everything. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, Oh, really? <laughs> Let me start sending some spoof messages okay. to get you in trouble. That's why when you hear, Paulina saying there's 10 others. There's no 10 others. It's these spoof messages that she didn't know were spoof until I was like, look, they're all green and they're all weird. They're, they send me weird shit like, hey, babe. And I'm like, who's this? Susan. Who's Susan? Oh, we met last week at the bar. I'm like, dude, I haven't been to a bar in forever. You're, you know, it's just lies. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to get to. It's like, yes, I did something wrong, but it's not what you guys think. Yeah. It was one time, which is still bad but it's not what y'all are thinking, but you got to watch and see how this all plays out. Okay. Julie in our Facebook group asked, why not just be single? If you want to like talk to all these girls, why not just not be committed? Yeah, no, I, I made a mistake and that's a great question. And, and, um, I'm ready to be in a relationship. I just made a mistake. It was, it was a lapse of judgment. I was just excited, you know, horny. And I want to see how far I could push because look, you're a really good looking guy, right? There's days you, I'm sure you wake up, you're like, I don't feel right. You know what I mean? Like what's wrong with me? Like I'm getting old. Oh my God. Wrinkles, you know? (laughs) And I go through that too because I'm under the scrutiny of people talking shit 90% of the time on, on social media. Right. And then it gets to you, even though I have this armor. So when this girl reached out, she made me feel sexy. I was like, Oh wow. This feels great. You know, let me see how far I can push it. And it was just, I shouldn't have done that. I should build my confidence from within and not what other people perceive me to be. Do you consider yourself a flirt? Like just in general, is that kind of your personality? You see how I talk to you. I flirt with men. I flirt with women. I just want to make people feel good. Right. Um, And I find beauty in the oddest things. You know, I think you have really nice eyebrows, for instance. Thank you. Yeah. Right. So I think flirting is just a way of me expressing my gratitude to people. Okay. Not because I want to bang everybody I meet. Right. It's just, so I, you're it's not, just, so you telling me you like my eyebrows is not you trying to bang me, Mike? <laughs> no, not, no. <laughs> How are you and Reza doing? And do you still think that he was part of this takedown 
me and Reza are bros. Um, we got together last week, as a matter of fact, and filmed some fucking hilarious and very cool um, little skits for Pride. Yeah. To show that, you know, I'm an ally and I can have a gay best friend and we're homies. And yeah. I dressed up in all this, like, gay... Um, and I mean gay because, like, yeah. I put on a flag yeah. and I put on heels and I put on, like, these T-shirts and, like, all this stuff to show that we can all have fun with it. So me and him are connected on a way deeper level than just what people see on the show. Right. Um, but, like, siblings, like like siblings do there's rivalry and there's there's issues because it's never always just you know peaches and and cream it's there's there's issues yeah and i feel like the the stronger relationships are the ones that go through the biggest conflict because you know at the end there's going to be resolution you know you fight with your siblings because you know at the end of the day they're your siblings i always i always say this if you have a friendship and you've never bickered with each other or never had a fight or never stopped talking for a minute, you don't have a real friendship. Right. That's an acquaintance. Yep. Right? Because you're not talking about real shit to each other. Like me and Reza talk about everything. Right. And um, we check each other and that's just the way it is. But sometimes we overstep our boundaries and that's what happened in this case. And um, he wanted to, I don't know what he was thinking or if it was, really him or not you guys gonna have to watch and see but i don't want to spoil it um but there was multiple people involved in these texts and spoof calls and you know trying to get in between me and my relationship maybe just to test us or maybe that they're jealous i don't know how are you and Gigi? me and Gigi have known each other since just 12 years old so imagine that's it's a long time um she's dated a few of my friends throughout the years. So she's like my little sister. Yeah. Uh, I've known her the longest. I love her. I'll be there for her if she ever needed me. Um, but we bump heads. And uh, that's part of the beauty of the show is that, you know, you could see us either climbing that roller coaster or going nosedive down. And, and it's just, it's a good time with her. She's, she's very smart, very sharp tongue. And um, she keeps it real, real, real. What did you think of her suggestion to have an open relationship? Is that something um, you'd ever consider? Like, tell me any man that would say no to that, right? <laughs> Finding the right woman to say that is, is the one that um, <laughs> is, is, the, is the issue. But, you know, if the rules were reversed, I would never want Paulina to be with anybody else. Like, yeah. she's, she's my woman I, and and to be the mother of my children and one day be my wife i would never want to share with anybody so i'm sure the feeling's mutual and um it would never work cp wants to know uh why can he lie about the texts and expect everyone to believe him once he told the truth but doesn't he but he doesn't believe reza or Gigi when they say that they didn't do it good question and she also added that she thinks it was Paulina that was texting you to see if you do it again. It was definitely not Paulina because um, if it was Paulina, it wouldn't be the way this was. It, this was very bait oriented. It was nothing like the worst pictures that were stolen from the internet. And just the, the, the texts were just so, it was funny because I was getting texts and then at the same time, Shervin and Nemo were getting texts. Mm from the same number. 
Interesting. Okay. Uh, now, and, and why do I, people are hundred percent right. I, I did lie. So if you lie, you're a liar. Right. And in this case, I can't argue with that. I made a mistake and I lied. I was trying to save face and I should have been honest, but I had my coming to Jesus moment and I said, no more lying. And I decided to tell the truth. Yeah. But I wanted to tell the truth along the lines of everything that was happening so that everyone could be held accountable. So we started afresh. And a lot of people throw stones that live in a glass house. People act like they never lied before or they never cheated or they've never had a scandal in their lives. So it's just weird to me. I've never been the type of person to judge anybody. You know, yeah. you do you, I'm going to do me. If you do anything wrong to me, then I'll judge you. But I can't, I can't tell you how you should be in your relationship, whether right. society deems it to be right or wrong. That's between you and your partner. Right. Right. Now, most people get to watch the show and judge and have fun. But when they get like, I get some crazy DMs of people like telling me I should die and I'm a piece of this. And that. I'm a, wow, people are really heavily invested yeah. in the hatred they have in me. Scary. It is. And that hatred really just comes from their own projection. Like it really has nothing to do with the receiver. It's all coming from the sender and the shithole they're living in and trying to exist in. Hundred motherfucking percent. Right? Yep. I could hate something so badly on Instagram and I will never leave a negative comment. Yeah. Ever, ever, ever. Ever. Because it's a moment in my life that I'm feeling a certain way and it'll pass. Yeah. Once it hits that fucking internet, it's there forever, right? So I just keep cool. And I put people, I, 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 I put myself in people's positions, like what must they be going through for them to say and do these things? Yeah. You know, with the Israel-Palestine conflict that was happening, I could talk about anything. I could say, I just had a chocolate chip pancake and people would fucking be like, you Zionist pig, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, wow, what? It has, this has nothing to do with it. So I didn't retaliate. Because I was like, these people are obviously upset about something that is so far beyond what we can even comprehend that I feel sorry for them. Yeah. So keep the negative comments coming. I feel for you. I hope people get fucking therapy because they need it, man. Too much hatred in the world, man. We need more love and peace. Yes, so they enjoy. do. Chill the fuck out. Definitely take some CBD. Um, for Arnold Sunday on Instagram asks, why do you get so mad at your friends for interfering in your relationship when it was your girlfriend that included them in the drama by sending them the text messages? See, that's where they're wrong. I'm not mad about them getting involved. They're free to do so. Mm -hmm. But fuck, you guys are my brothers and sisters. Have my back a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm already down and they're fucking punching and kicking me. And spitting on me too. I'm like, God damn it. Like, help me up. Yeah. Don't you remember last year? Adam was sending all kinds of weird texts to another gay man who would have jumped at having sex with Adam if he could. Right? And Adam's throwing the bait out there for him. Right? And then saying, oh, no, it's plain. What did I do? I stayed neutral. Yeah. Because I realized at the end of the day, I don't give a fuck what happens between Adam and Reza behind closed doors. If they want to have threesomes, foursomes, fivesomes, that's up to them. I don't care. Right. And no one would have cared until it all came to light. And yeah. still, when it came to light, I still didn't care. I still stayed neutral because I wanted to find a happy medium to, to, to make our friends united again, because I felt for Reza and I felt for Adam. Yeah. But when the roles were reversed, they wanted to kick my ass. That's what I was upset about. Yeah. 
Um, CP wants to know what happened to the building from last season that you were renovating. Oh man, I wish I had. I'm at my office, but I don't have any pictures. Dude, we are almost done. Almost done. We started October 2019, and we are almost done. The building looks insane. Um, we're finishing it on budget, on time. It's going to be incredible. I helped design it with my designer, so I think it's, it's very appealing. We've used a lot of, oh, like your couch, a lot of the deep blue because that's the color of the century, and um, it's... It's beautiful. Like we really took our time to put the nicest finishes. So people, when they, when they walk in, they're like, oh man, I'm going to have pride of living here. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to see it. I'm yeah, looking forward to those it. pictures. Do you think that since last season was really centered around Reza and MJ and this season, we're seeing them start to put the, the building blocks to rebuild that foundation. Do you think that they'll ever go back to the way that they used to be? I think there's a, I think there's a good chance they will. Okay. Because with that many years of friendship, yeah. that much history, they know so much about each other. Sometimes it takes time to really drift apart so that you miss each other. So right. you come back as a magnet even stronger than ever. Um, but typically, if if it was a newer friendship, I would think that the integrity of the relationship is dead and never work again. But these two have way too much that invested in each other for it to end now. Do you think that MJ really was part of the whole Ellie Ashuri revelation on the show last season? I think she had a part in it. I think she had a part in it. Um, it became so convoluted that we, it was hard to figure out who was involved, who wasn't, what was happening. And it just, it went so far left that it really became more than just a problem between Adam and Ali. Yeah. And Reza got involved and started cursing at MJ. And then that blew up. And then it was like diversions happening, kind of, which Reza's pretty smart about doing, right? Because the attention went from texting cheating scandal to two friends bickering and talking really negatively to each other. And that's all we started talking about afterwards. And we just stopped talking about the text. We're like, what text? We're talking about MJ's uterus now and, yeah. you know, Reza's anger problems. What do you think would have been MJ's motivation for bringing this on the show to expose Adam? I think because we all love each other so much, we know what the hot buttons are mm -hmm. and... MJ wanted Reza's attention and she was going to get it one way or another. And this is how she's going to do it if she was involved. All right, Mike, are you ready for a round of, of shady spitfire? Oh, let's go, baby. Okay. First one. Who do you think is the biggest snake in the group? Do I have to say it again? <laughs> Reza. Rez, why do you, okay, there's no follow-up questions. These are just, okay, Spitfire, okay. Who do, you, <laughs> uh, who do you think needs to be more honest with themselves? Reza. Okay, wow. Uh, do you think MJ looks better blonde or with dark hair? 
blonde. Really? Huh. Um, and, what- I, and I like brunettes better than blondes personally, but she looks more light. And I like, I like when people are like complected like that mm-hmm. with women, right? Because if it's too much, it's, it's too aggressive, I think. Right. So it just softens it a bit. Um, who do you think, oh, when do you think Nima will be ready to settle down? When he's 50. <laughs> you don't think anytime soon? Ha- has having a baby really calmed down Gigi? Absolutely. Do you think Adam's text messages to Ali Ashuri were inappropriate? Very. Do you think Ali Ashuri was thirsty by trying to really milk that, that uh, storyline? Absolutely. Do you talk to Ali Ashuri? No. Who do you think is destined to be single forever? Gigi. Gigi. I think she would be comfortable with that. She is comfortable with it. Yeah. Uh, who? Just, she has no quarrels about it. She, she's, she's down with that. Who would you say you're the closest to in the group? Reza. Okay, so Reza's the biggest Nick. He needs to be more honest, but he's definitely the one that you're the closest to. That says brothership right there. Listen, I love him for who he is. Yeah. And I'm just careful now what I tell him and don't tell him, but I still love him. He's my yeah. bro. Um, I'll tell you a funny story. We were at dinner at Afra. This young kid, we're all dressed up, Afra. This young kid comes over and says some really gross sexual slurs to Reza and Adam. It didn't take me a, even a, a millisecond. I chased after this kid on, on, on the on the fucking streets in Beverly Hills to catch him. Okay? Like, it was just, go. And I came back sweaty. I was like, I couldn't catch him, right? Because I was just so limited. Yeah. That's the kind of person I am. Yeah. There was no fucking cameras. No one was around. I wasn't trying to win a fucking trophy. But I wanted him to know, yo, you're my bro, and I got your back. I don't give a shit who it is, where it is, how it is, right? So we got a deep love for each other. But sometimes he gets lost in his idea of what he needs from me. And that's why I feel he does sneaky things. Mm. Get it? Because he wants me to show up for him how he wants me to show up for him. But if I can't show up for you the way you want me to, then you just got to accept how I show up. Because yeah. that's just what I'm capable of. It's who you are. That's it. So um, I have flaws. I make mistakes. I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but in my heart, in my core, I'm a good dude. And I, and I try to do what's right. And sometimes I, I fall short. So I apologize to the viewers for what transpired this season. I'm not proud of it. Yeah. Fucked up. And it won't happen again. Well, we'll see, Mike. We will, see. we will be holding you accountable. Yes, sir. You should. Um, where can people get your, your CBD line and keep up with you? Um, so my CBD line is called Asante, which means uh, to health in French. So mm. www.au-santee.com. So. And you awesome. have like a full line. You have the tinctures, you have the capsules, you have the... What? Gummies. Yeah. Tupac, zinc. Uh, we have joint fuel. We have uh, testosterone fuel. We have bath bombs. Um, and we're just about to launch our Delta 8 
um, fun gummies mm-hmm. and e-cigs, which are amazing. So you get high, but you don't feel euphoric. It's amazing and it's legal. Enjoy it. You'll love me for it. Trust me. Do you think you'll expand it from CBD into THC? Possibly. Um, we've been approached. Um, right now, I'm, I'm focusing on, on, on what we've got. If you have a hard time sleeping, you should try my, uh, my dream CBD pills. Amazing. I take two at night and I sleep and I dream because I'm having rapid eye movement and I wake up in the morning and I feel great. So it's bomb stuff. You'll love it. Um, and it's affordable. So yeah, no, I mean, I love CBD. I love taking it in the morning with my coffee. That way I get the alert kind of caffeine hit without getting like the jitters because I can I can drink a lot of coffee. Um, and then I like having it with the drink because CBD is also anti-inflammatory and alcohol can be a little inflammatory. So it kind of just helps keep your body in balance. So you could look like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, so much, Mike. I really appreciate it. Um, for everyone that isn't following you yet, that should go and give you a follow, where can they follow you and get your CBD line one more time? Um, so you can follow me at, at Mike Showhead. Showhead is S-H-O-U-H-E-D. Um, and if you go on to the Asante uh, Instagram page, we're offering 30% off all new uh, purchases. So enjoy Love that. that. Asante, everybody. Go get it. Get that CBD. Get that CBD. Go give Mike a follow. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach. And get my new Housewives watching wine at NoFilterWine.com. 12.8% alcohol. You're going to get Liddy City, but there's no sugar. So you're not going to get hungover. Well, I mean, don't drink like 10 of them. Pace yourself because they are very strong as people are learning. But I love seeing all your photos with your orders coming in. Please keep sending those to me. I will repost them. And thank you so much for for supporting me. Thank you so much, Mike, for for chatting with me today and getting unfiltered. You definitely gave us hashtag no filter, Mike. So much appreciated. Thank you guys for listening. Please give me a five-star review because I'm a millennial. I bleach my hair. I love that validation. So validate me a little bit more right now. Um, And don't forget to subscribe because we got a lot more tea to be spilled later this summer. A lot of great guests, a lot more tea. Get ready. It's coming at you. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.